You're listening to Travaux, The Current State. I'm your host, Kayleen Kosla, and today I'll be speaking with Travaux contributor, Francesco Arriaga. This week, we'll be discussing the newly inaugurated Biden administration's actions to realign international policy. Hi, Francesco. Thank you for joining me for our first episode of The Current State. We have a new presidential administration in place that is moving very quickly to make some important changes, so I'm delighted to be talking with you about this today. Can you give us some highlights of the Biden administration's recent actions? As you mentioned, the Biden administration has wasted no time in issuing executive orders to rescind policies from the previous administration. Today, I'd like to discuss a few actions I found most interesting particularly those related to immigration and refugee policy, reproductive rights, and climate change. Now, I know the Biden administration has hit the ground running in terms of changing the U.S. border policies, especially regarding those who can and cannot enter the U.S. I'd like to start with President Biden's recent proclamation regarding the previous administration's travel ban targeted at Muslim countries. What did the proclamation say? On his first day in office, President Biden issued a proclamation called Ending Discriminatory Bans on Entry to the United States. The proclamation describes how the former president enacted travel bans preventing entry, quote, first from primarily Muslim countries and later from largely African countries, unquote. The proclamation eliminates those travel bans because they, quote, jeopardized our global network of alliances and partnerships and are a moral blight that has dulled the power of our example, unquote. The Supreme Court could have found the Muslim ban to be unconstitutional in Trump versus Hawaii, but chose not to. As Justice Sonia Sotomayor expressed in her dissenting opinion, which everyone should read, Justice Sotomayor explicitly stated, quote, based on the evidence in the record, a reasonable observer would conclude that the proclamation was motivated by anti-Muslim animus. The majority holds otherwise by ignoring the facts, misconstruing our legal precedent, and turning a blind eye to the pain and suffering the proclamation inflicts upon countless families and individuals, many of whom are U.S. citizens." In addition to the immediate effects the proclamation will have on allowing entrance to people who were previously barred from our country, What do you think the impact of this proclamation will be from a global perspective? I think the proclamation shows moral leadership. After all, Kayleen, if we want other nations to respect human rights, then we have to set an example. Can you tell us about actions the Biden administration is taking to alter the remain in Mexico policy? Just a couple of days ago, on January 20th, The Department of Homeland Security issued a statement on the suspension of new enrollments in the Migration Protection Protocols Program, also known as Remain in Mexico. The department, however, stated that all current MPP Remain in Mexico participants should remain where they are, pending further official information from U.S. government officials. Remain in Mexico was a policy announced in 2018 that forced asylum seekers arriving at ports of entry in the U.S.-Mexico border to wait for the duration of their immigration proceedings in Mexico. 
As Caitlin Dickerson of the New York Times reported in October of last year, quote, people have waited in filthy conditions for more than a year to obtain refuge in the U.S., unquote. We've got to remember that the Remain in Mexico policy isn't just cruel and inhumane. It's also illegal under the 1967 protocol relating to the status of refugees, which the U.S. Senate ratified in October of 1968. Francesco, it sounds like ending this policy is a big step towards correcting what have been highly controversial immigration policies. Do you think this partial stopping of the Remain in Mexico policy goes far enough? It's definitely a good first step. I think that we as a country have a moral and legal responsibility to help the refugees that have suffered as a result of the previous administration's inhumane and unlawful treatment. Let's turn now to our other close neighbor, Canada. The Federal Court of Appeal in Canada will soon be hearing an appeal pertaining to the U.S.-Canada Safe Third Country Agreement, or STCA. Can you tell me a little bit more about that policy and this hearing? Yes. uh, Put simply, this STCA blocks asylum seekers from requesting asylum in Canada if they have traveled through the U.S. Last semester, I wrote a piece about STCAs, which you can find on the Berkeley Journal of International Law, Travaux blog, in which I described how a federal court in Canada had declared that the STCA violated the Canadian Charter of rights and freedoms. The charter provides that everyone has the right to life, liberty, and security. In July 2020, the Canadian court rebuked the inhumane conditions that refugees endured in detention facilities under the previous administration. The federal appellate court will review the lower court's decision later this month, likely taking into account the current conditions and operation of the STCA. Last November, Maureen Silkoff, an immigration and refugee lawyer and the president of the Canadian Association of Refugee Lawyers, told the Toronto Star that, quote, the U.S. is no longer a reliable partner on immigration and hasn't been for a while, unquote. You know, Kayleen, it's so sad to know that our nation has lost so much standing across the world and people no longer think that our country can be trusted to protect refugee rights. I think it's imperative that we do all we can to reassure the world that America will defend human rights, refugee rights, reproductive rights, democracy, and liberty. Thank you for sharing that, Francesco. And I agree, I'm looking forward to a brighter future in terms of our immigration policies. What are some of the other international policy decisions the Biden administration has recently been making? The Biden administration has also recently put forward a memorandum on protecting women's health at home and abroad. The proclamation states, quote, the federal government must take action to ensure that women at home and around the world are able to access complete medical information, including with respect to their reproductive health, unquote. The proclamation emphasizes that, quote, It is the policy of the administration to support women's and girls' sexual and reproductive health and rights in the U.S. as well as globally, unquote. This is a very important action towards protecting reproductive rights in our country and our world. We must also remember, though, that during the previous administration, several undocumented women revealed that they had been forcefully sterilized while they were detained by ICE. On December 21st, 2020, 
a 160-page class action lawsuit was filed on behalf of these women, describing the horrifying experiences they endured. Francesco, I know this is a topic you've studied closely. Do you think this proclamation will have long-lasting impacts on global women's health? You know, I think that President Biden's administration is doing the right thing and sending a clear message to the world by advocating for the protection of women's health and reproductive rights. And I hope that his administration will be equally as forceful in ensuring justice and accountability for all of the human rights abuses that were perpetuated by the previous administration. It's critical that there be some measure of justice for all of the women who have alleged that they were forcefully sterilized and that the perpetrators responsible for this be held accountable. Um, For any listeners interested in this topic of reproductive rights, you can take a look at a blog I wrote for Bijo last semester titled, Reproductive Rights Are Human Rights Protected by Our Constitution and International Treaties. Now, Francesco, there's one final executive action I'd like to ask you about before we end, and it has to do with a topic that affects us all, climate change. Throughout his campaign, President Biden has consistently stated the importance of instituting policies aimed at combating climate change and promised to make this a priority when he was elected president. Has the Biden administration taken any steps to make good on this promise? The Biden administration has rapidly taken steps to address climate change. On January 27th, the president issued a proclamation stating that, quote, It is the policy of the administration that climate considerations shall be an essential element of U.S. foreign policy and national security, unquote. The proclamation also declares that the U.S. is rejoining the Paris Climate Accords and that our nation, quote, will exercise its leadership to promote a significant increase in global climate ambition to meet the climate challenge, unquote. I think it's a very important step because... As many scientists have established, climate change is an imminent danger which requires many countries coming together to commit to a global solution. A report by the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change has concluded that we have about a decade left to prevent irreversible damage from climate change. I think the Biden administration is addressing the situation with the urgency it requires. To our listeners, thank you for listening. Travaux is brought to you by Veronica Bognat and the members of the online team at the Berkeley Journal of International Law. If you enjoyed our podcast, please subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please write to us at berkeley.travaux at gmail.com. While we're committed to bringing you international and comparative law news and insights, our podcast is intended for academic and entertainment purposes only. The information presented is not legal advice, does not reflect the views of the University of California, Berkeley School of Law, and may not be current.